Hi everyone, welcome to Let Me Tell You Something Podcast. It's Wista, welcome to the podcast where we talk about the shit that I wanna talk about, not what you wanna talk about, but if you were here, we would definitely talk about what you wanna talk about. So let's be real, I know I've been gone for a bit, but we need to get to some important ass topics, but let's start with the life update. So the life update right now, I think I told you guys about how I had a two hour interview, didn't know if it was good or bad, literally, I felt okay when doing it, but it's whatever. I didn't get it. I'm not mad. I think what I'm really mad about is the fact that I sat two hours, two hours speaking to four people and regurgitating the same information every single time. So I'd speak to one person for an hour. No, not even an hour. What am I saying an hour? I would speak to one person for 30 minutes, another person for another 30 minutes, basically like that. And I was just like, yo, we could have literally, in my head, I was thinking this. I was like, we could have literally done this shit in one hour and had all four of y'all and y'all could just ask me questions and I would have been a little bit more satisfied and happy, but I get it. Some companies have their rules and how what they want to do. Luckily it was through Zoom, but still like I had all my information, my resume up and all that. But then again, that just wasn't meant for me. Maybe that's somebody else's blessing. And I have to tell myself that no is just a blessing for you because you're getting closer to that yes. Because let's say I were to get it and maybe that job wasn't really meant for me in the path and journey that I'm going to for myself. And I would have been fucking depressed or mad. They seem like sweet people. Y'all seem nice. But then again, you... When it comes to like companies, they give you that representative and you don't really know how it's like until you step into that door. But then again, too, we try to look for the perfect workplace, but there's no such thing as the perfect workplace, just like how there's no such thing as the perfect person. I won't let this L phase me because I do have other interviews coming up in these next few days and next few weeks. So it is what it is. I also recommend, and I think I've said this before plenty of times, and I think like a lot of people stray away from it, apply to internships. A lot of people are like, well, I don't want to do an internship. I don't want to do an internship. When I mean an internship, make sure that it's paid, P-A-I-D, a paid internship. Don't, no unpaid. If you have the funds for an unpaid internship, then do it if you want to, especially if it's a company that you want to work out, you see yourself working in, or it's for your industry. I don't do unpaid internships. I just don't see the point. I feel like, why am I, why am I doing all this work and I'm not getting some type of like gain from it? I get it, you're getting experience, but it depends on the internship because I've been at internships where I didn't learn shit and I put my all my shit out there. But like I said, if you are going to apply to internships, don't like, don't sleep on internships because internships really be holding it down, especially if you're like a fresh new grad or someone who doesn't have that much experience. Like I have a few friends who may not have that much experience, but some companies do offer internships to people who just recently graduated or if you graduated with between like 18 months. So take advantage of that because that could actually turn to a job or even network, which is very important. I think the one thing that I wish we would always talk about is the importance of networking. When it comes to college, specifically like undergrad, I get it in America, specific, well, not even America, just in general, the media tends to tell us that we're only supposed to party, do this and that, get drunk, get high, and I fully understand, have your fun. But please, if you are a sophomore, a junior, a senior, get your networking up because that's the main purpose of college. And I know, I will personally say, college is a scam. I will say, it is a scam. But you go in, it's all about how you're gonna use it. Are you gonna use it to just have fun and do what you gotta do? Or are you gonna use it to have fun and also network? And that's one thing I tell everybody, network, network, because that's what's discussed in like grad school, which is like, oh snap, okay. Everyone needs to network, network, because 
we're all here just trying to heighten up our careers and all that. This is why I advocate for people to keep in contact with like your professors and even your teachers from back in the day, depending on your relationship with them and also some of your classmates, because you never know who knows somebody. Like I literally had a conversation with one of my professors from like two semesters ago and they were just telling me, hey, um, I know a few people that work at the place that you wanna work at, let me connect you with them. So just don't be afraid to speak up and say that you need some help with something because there are people who are really willing out there to, to help people out. And my professor even told me like, yo, there are mad professionals who wanna help students or who wanna help new up and coming professionals, but they just don't know how to. So sometimes you just gotta put yourself out there. Think about it in the dating world. You want something, you're gonna go for it. You want a person, you're gonna go and I don't know, hit on them. But if you want an opportunity, what you gotta do, you gotta chase it. I think to end this life update, I don't, I'm about to sound like a fucking motivational speaker that be scamming motherfuckers. But if you want it, you gotta put yourself out there. I get it, we're all about manifesting, but with manifestation, you have to put action. You have to put some sort of action so the universe or whatever spiritual being that you believe in, you gotta put that action in so they can know that, hey, okay, you really want this, we're gonna help you out, but still, Action is definitely an important factor in manifestation or just anything in general in life. Now that we are done with the life update, let's go on to the train wreck of the week. Actually, we have more than one train wreck, so I'm actually very happy about this. But let's discuss the baby because the baby's all over the news, he's all over the media. And let's be real, he said some really fucked up shit, some really ignorant shit that he should have never said. But guess what? Shit comes out so you can get exposed. This is the karma brewing for you, the baby. So the dumbest or the baby who has a head shape of a PT cruiser made some comments, well, some very problematic comments and also misogynistic comment that a lot of people tend to skip over. But he said a few, he said like a few things, said three things, one about HIV and AIDS. He said something about women's vaginas. And then he said something about um, the LGBTQ plus community. Um, am I surprised that he said this? No, I'm not surprised that he said this because guess what? Y'all heard his music before and you've seen the freaking past antics that he's fucking done in the past, attacking people, him and his crew attacking people, the whole murder charge that he had. Although I know some people are like, oh, it's self-defense. I read through some of the little case filings. Some, some things about this story is not adding up, but that's a discussion we're gonna have another time. Am I surprised that it took this long for him to get canceled? We should have been canceled this man. We should have been canceled the baby. When it comes to the scandal, this man should have read the room. Certain things you do, you need to read the room. When you're at a festival, you have a large audience. You don't know how many members in that audience may have had HIV and AIDS. You don't know how many of them might be part of the LGBTQ plus community. You don't know how many of them have family members who um, are part of that community. For example, someone like me, I'm not the baby fan, but I do have a family member who passed away from AIDS and HIV. So hearing this shit, I was mad. I'm not a fan of his, but I was like, dude, are you fucking dumb? You sound ignorant. And the crazy thing is after this all popped up, him getting called up by Dua Lipa, him getting called up by Elton John, Madonna, Questlove, he still tried to egg it on and gaslight the whole situation until he started losing money. Then you decide to put on an apology. I don't think the baby really had, whoever does the baby's PR, they either are not experienced or he just got a PR agent. The thing is when it comes to any any scandal involving certain situations of like what you said or what you've done, you are given, and I've learned this in class and some of my classmates who've learned this, you have 24 hours to apologize before the public already makes their decision of how they're going to see you. If, and let's be real, we already know, and I've said this before, 
your apology has to sound sincere. Even with the new apology he put up, that did not sound sincere. Dude, we know this is, we already know how you felt because your first apology wasn't even an apology. It was just you saying, why can't I be me? No, motherfucker, you said some fucked up shit. What do you expect? We're going to put you in your fucking place. I believe cancel culture is real, but also to a certain extent. And I know everyone's like, okay, well, the baby's canceled. He's canceled. I'm going to say this when it comes to him. He's canceled half, half and half. Yes and no. He's canceled in mainstream America, but I don't think he's canceled in hip hop still. And I'm going to explain to you this. There's something in mainstream culture, which you can call it like the rapper special. Yes, I know. You're like, what the fuck was the, what kind of name is this? So the rapper special is a few commercials, features on some pop songs, and maybe a little, you'll be, you'll be on like a sitcom or something for like an episode. Think about when Drake had his whole Sprite commercial. Think about Little Yachty and some other artists that were on Sprite's commercial. So you're going to get a Sprite commercial. You might get a Mountain Dew commercial because Migos was on one. You might get a Cheetos commercial. So you might get a chip commercial and then you might do some shows at like freaking Lollapalooza or freaking Rolling Loud, one of those fucking festivals that's also on this fucking list. But now that you said some fucked up shit, you got Dua Lipa who is literally seen as the latest pop girl, the new pop girl that is in the scene, who is from the UK doing what she has to do. She calls you out. She puts out an apology statement saying she doesn't know who the fuck, what the fuck kind of person you are right now. Because guess what? She has one of the top songs, Levitating, which is actually a good song. Not the remix though with the baby, the original version. And I know some people are like, well, the song didn't get popular until Dua Lipa had the remix with the baby. No, dude. The freaking original version got more plays in the pop stations than the remix. And the reason why she apologized too is Dua Lipa has a large um, LGBTQ plus fan base. You wouldn't want to be supporting her if she's not like supporting you. So it made sense for her to say something about it because you do have the song Levitating, which is, it's a TikTok song if nobody knows about it. Levitating is literally a TikTok song. If you watch the music video, there's TikTok symbols all over the whole place. And yes, I get it, it trended on TikTok, but it's not the baby's part that trended on TikTok, everyone. It was literally her part, not his part. Let's also not forget that when it comes to pop music specifically, like the pop girls, they are very particular when it comes to their image. And I noticed that even when it comes to like working with like rappers, they're very particular which rapper they're gonna work with. If you're like getting a lot of notoriety, they'll work with you. But also too, it's like, okay, he's not doing this, he's not doing that, then I'll work with him. So this just fucked up his whole bag in general. But back to what I was saying, I don't, I think he's canceled with mainstream America, mainstream, all that shit. He's, he's, he's fucked. You're not going to see him on Jimmy Kimmel. You're not going to see him on Jimmy Fallon. You're not going to see him on any late night shows. You're not going to see him on sitcoms. That Sprite commercial, he ain't getting that shit. I'm pretty sure they were probably working on that deal. That Sprite commercial's out of here. You're not going to be on a Target commercial. I'm just naming companies that have worth of rappers. You're definitely not going to get a McDonald's meal because Sweetie already snatched that up. So good luck with that because that's where the real money making is because we know that artists, oh, he's not even going to be doing the freaking tour suit because guess what? We know that artists mainly make their money through touring. You're not making any money from that because guess what? All these damn freaking festivals done canceled your fucking shit. So what are you going to do? You can't really fully rely on streams because streams don't even pay that much. And you can't rely on album sales because motherfuckers not buying albums no more. <laughs> yes, he will still be relevant in hip hop. I don't think in mainstream. I will say this because we do. There are some people who have been canceled and made a comeback and we act like they ain't do shit. Someone we got to talk about Chris Brown. Chris Brown, we all remember that whole Rihanna situation. 
there was a certain point where y'all were saying F Chris Brown, F Chris Brown, F Chris Brown, this and that. I'm not a Chris Brown fan either. I still, I personally think that Chris Brown makes the same songs, but with different beats. But that man still has a career till this day. I get it. Maybe Chris Brown is one of those people that some people tend to separate the art from the artist, but still think, because we're talking about um, the whole the baby situation, Dua Lipa and all that. Something that y'all did not know is that, I'm, I'm a huge Ariana Grande fan. Ariana Grande and Chris Brown were actually supposed to do a collaboration for his ex album. The ex era for Chris Brown was during that time when he was, he had the whole situation with rehab, going to jail, that during that time. So think of circa, I'm gonna say like 2010 to 2014. And also think about the time music was specifically when it came to like that R&B pop. It was a lot of people making techno-ish beats, People were collaborating with David Guetta, Calvin Harris, all of these, all of these DJs from Europe. Just think about that. Think about that era for a second. Ariana Grande and Chris Brown were supposed to come out with a song called Don't Be Gone Too Long. They recorded it. There's a music video for it. You can go on YouTube. It's on there. You can literally see the theme. The music video, I'm gonna be honest, not that great. I'm sorry. Like, it's the whole typical Romeo and Juliet theme. And the reason to why you will never see this song on an album it's never going to come out is because like, like I said earlier, this is when Chris Brown had a situation with rehab and going to prison, right? Ariana Grande had her two eras, which were yours truly and my everything. And think about the songs that were on there. The one song with Big Sean and also the song with Mac Miller. So she was definitely going through that phase of being the sweet pop girl, also being compared to Mariah Carey. I personally hate artist comparison, especially during that phase of like somebody being a newcomer and you're comparing them to legend. But let me get right back to the topic. Ariana Grande had fans who were like mad that she was collaborating with Chris Brown and also her team felt with the situations going on. So the song never came out. Chris Brown even talked about it in an interview with Access Hollywood. And think about it, guys. Chris Brown was doing interviews at Access Hollywood and still many major media outlets. So Christopher still got a career. Do I think the baby's still gonna have a career? Yes, he's still gonna have a career. Just not what he expected. Motherfucker style, okay. I'm about to be a whole rap superstar, this and that. You let that shit get to your fucking head. Your ignorant ass is some fucked up shit. Should've kept your fucking mouth silent. But then again, this is what had to happen. Karma came for your fucking ass because all the past shit you and your fucking crew did to people. And I'm gonna say this right now. Like, do y'all really be playing with karma? Karma goes both ways. Like, do y'all not think about that? And the thing about karma too is sometimes you dodge the karma and it goes on to your offspring and all the other generations after that, which yes, I get it. Those are some Nas lyrics, but still, I've always been saying that. That's what causes generational curse. And yes, for the people who are breaking gener generational curses, yes, you broke it, but then it could come back and become a generational curse for the next generation. So think about that too. But I will say, and this was discussed in one of my PR classes, my professor talked about this, and because I just brought up Chris Brown, my professor who works in the entertainment business, she's also like knows some of these people's PR agents. She personally says that like the bad boy look and the whole being the bad guy thing is Chris Brown's shtick when it comes to PR, she even openly said it. So I don't know what, depending on the baby's PR, because it seems like he finally got some fucking PR. PR is not gonna save that Capricorn karma. Anybody who's into astrology, I don't have to bring it up. Capricorns are ruled by Saturn. Saturn is the planet of lessons. You fuck up, you're gonna get that shit right back to you, but in a tenfold.
But also let's think about like some people who have been canceled and never made a comeback. Cause we seen Chris Brown get canceled and just have multiple peaks. But there's three people that come to my mind who have been canceled and just never made a comeback. Carrie Hilson. Carrie Hilson, you fucked up coming for Beyonce, specifically in that era where Beyonce came out with fucking single ladies. That is a whole fucking hit. That is a song that will be around forever. That song is going to go down in the fucking books of all best songs. Yes, I'm Beehive. I don't. I will defend Beyonce till this day, every day. Okay, but Carrie Hilson, you fucked up listening to Polo the Don because the whole situation when it came to the whole one-sided beef between Carrie and Beyonce. Polo the Don thought it would be a cool marketing plan for Carrie to make a diss track to Beyonce and all these other girls. I don't know what the fuck popped in her fucking head thinking this was a smart thing when Beyonce is literally at one of her peaks because Beyonce has multiple peaks. You decide to diss her when she made fucking single ladies. Girl, you should have been in the writing room help, helping out with the writing of single ladies. You would have been making some money out of it. The last time I seen Carrie Hilson, well, you know what? Maybe because I'm not, like I said, some of the people I'm bringing up, I wasn't really their fans, but I wasn't really a Carrie Hilson fan other than like that one song that she had with Timbaland. Let's see. She's been in a Lifetime movie. That's nice. Get get that money. Do what you got to do. But still, Polo the Don is still producing. You probably don't even have a relationship with Polo the Don. I'm just guessing Polo the Don is the reason why you fucked up your career. Another person that pops in my fucking head, Chrisette Michelle. I, ever since Kanye came out with this album, there's been a lot of like um, opinionated pieces and YouTube videos about, okay, Kanye's not canceled, but Chrisette Michelle is. The, the comparison between Chrisette Michelle and Kanye, yes, they're both two talented people. The thing is, Kanye has a cult-like following. Kanye has a cult-like fan base. He got the fucking Kardashian fans. He got the freaking Kanye fans from way back, the new ones, and then the freaking ones that love his clothing. Like, he has a cult-based fan base. Chrisette Michelle had a fan base, but the thing is, the way that scandal happened was in the peak of... So many things was happening in politics. Many, let's be real, country's divided, but it's it's been divided before. But there was a lot of like tensions when it came to politics and you decide to perform at the Trump inauguration. And when I think about Chrisette Michelle's audience, like people who listen to her music, I'm thinking of black women who may lead more to the left. Yes, I fit that audience, but I didn't listen to Chrisette Michelle's music because she was never pushed out like that by her label or whoever she was signed with. I only knew two Chrisette Michelle songs. And they were both features. She was features on it. Obviously, Aston Martin music and that one song she did with Wale. The thing is, we understand that she did it mainly because of money purposes. We understand that this specifically with the type of R&B that she's making, it's not necessarily pushed that much in the media. Fully understand that. You did it for a bag. You was warned by your fans. You were warned by many other figures within the industry. You went and performed. Spike Lee took your song off of one of his projects. Then your fans done dipped on your ass. Although I will say this, when it comes to fandom, fans, there's there's two things. There are fans who are going to stay by their word and stick with you. And there are fans like, yo, I'm not fucking with because what you did does not go with my morals and ethics. That's understandable. Yes, she may still have a fan base, but she constantly goes on like YouTube channels and does interviews and talks about how since 2016, y'all, we are in 2021. So what does that mean? It's been five years since that whole situation and she still cannot recoup from it. And she's been through a lot in regards of like losing relationships with her family, her spouse and everything. So right then and there, it shows you two is because think about cancel culture. 
I think the only way people can get can get away with cancel culture is if they have a very loyal fan base. And I tell anybody who is trying to work in entertainment or they're trying to be a YouTuber, they're trying to do this, you, I'm about to sound fucking crazy, but you kind of do need a cult-like following. You need people who are willing to, they don't give a fuck, they're going to do it. They are going to support you till day one. Because think about some of the people I've talked about in past episodes, like Jeffree Star and James Charles. These motherfuckers should have been canceled a long time ago for saying racist shit and doing predatorial shit, allegedly, and they still have fucking careers. They are still doing their thing. That's because one one other thing too, some people might do when it comes to fighting a fan base, they will either try to attract younger kids. So think about younger Gen Z and Generation Alpha, which are about to be teenagers soon. That might be their target audience because guess what? Teens and kids are gullible. Their frontal lobe is not still developed. It doesn't develop until you're 25. And even if it develops until you're 25, some of y'all motherfuckers are still dumb. But some people may try to attract teens and children as their fan base because also too is they're going to bother their parents. I want the newest this, I want the newest that. And that makes them money. And kids and teens are slowly like, they they don't really know much about, I, I can't say they don't really know much about social norms, but it still has like a bunch of development when it comes to like society and norms and ethics and all that. But to end this part of the train wreck of the week, yes, the baby is canceled. I'm never going to listen to his fucking music. I'm just being honest. He's canceled when it comes to mainstream America, but in hip hop, he's not because woke up this morning, did my daily drive. His music was playing on Hot 97 and his music was playing on Power 105.1. And those are both hip hop stations. So until I hear, until I see they stop playing him on the hip hop stations, I'm going to just say it's half and half. He's canceled in mainstream, but not in hip hop. And when it comes to cancel culture too is, I noticed that it can be kind of like selective of like, okay, we're going to cancel him now, but then we're going to go back and then he puts out a new project and we're going to forget that it happened. No, keep that same energy. We cancel him right now. I don't want to hear y'all playing none of his fucking music after this. I'm not playing his music because I was never even fucking into it anyways. Now that we are done with talking about the disaster, the baby, let's go on to the next train wreck of the week. The last train wreck of the week is everyone who went to fucking Rolling Loud and Lollapalooza. Fuck y'all. Fuck everybody who went to a fucking festival during a whole fucking pandemic. I am so fucking mad that when we started this pandemic back in March, we thought we were going to be inside for two weeks. And guess what? It seems like we're going to be inside for two years because shit is going up. Rona is still around. Her fast ass sister Delta is here. Some of y'all don't want to take the vaccine. And I'm going to say this. Like I said, I'm not going to vaccine sham. I am going to say this to y'all. If you decide to take the vaccine, take it. If you don't, wear your mask, regardless if you take it or not. Wear your mask, socially distance. If you don't have to go out, don't fucking go out. I don't care. I don't care if you want to go see somebody. You can literally Zoom with them. That's free. You're not going to spend no money because guess what? Some of y'all motherfuckers lost your jobs during this pandemic. I am just so mad that we let this pandemic get to where it is now that when you listen to the news, you're hearing about infants, literally little infants that were just born that can't even take the vaccine are getting COVID and hearing from the nurses and the doctors that work at hospitals who are literally fucking tired and they want a break from this shit because they've been fighting this shit for almost two years and they're telling y'all, yo, wear your fucking mask or get the fucking vaccine. Like y'all need to get it together. I don't care if you have to take your vitamin C tablets, your CMOS, please re-up on all of that. If you got a freaking blend scotch bonnet with some pineapple to take some shots, please do that because I'm fucking tired. I am annoyed. I am mad that y'all 
really risk y'all lives. That's the thing I'm fucking mad. Y'all risk y'all lives to go to a fucking festival in fucking Florida or Chicago. Y'all putting the people who live there in danger. And then y'all taking flights regardless of where you live. You're taking a flight back home. Y'all putting the people on the fucking planes in danger. Then you're putting your fucking families, your grandmas, your aunts, your uncles in fucking danger. And then Delta's being spread around all over the fucking place. I am mad that y'all really risked your lives to see Limp Biscuit Live, Miley Cyrus Live, Megan The Stallion, freaking Playboy Cardi, Young Thug, Tyler Creator. I, okay, some of the people on the line, name of the list, I do like them. I'm gonna be honest, but I would never risk my lives just to fucking see them. I'm gonna be honest about that. I could understand if this was Beyonce. I could understand if Michael Jackson came back from the dead and he was gonna perform. I could fully understand that. But really, for these folks, you're risking your lives. You're risking your family's lives. Like, I literally read a few things about how some people who went to Rolling Loud were diagnosed with COVID right after the event. So, please, it's a super spreader. I don't know what's gonna fucking happen. Honestly, I think there's gonna be another fucking lockdown. I could feel it coming. Get your shit ready. If you have one of those deep freezers, go buy a fucking deep freezer and stock it up with all the fucking frozen goods that you can. Go buy your shit now because we are going to be in fucking lockdown. Buy a Lysol. Stock up on your toilet. Please be careful with toilet paper, please. Can y'all can y'all like be a little bit nicer with it? I'm already fully stocked since like fucking last year, but still, don't be going too crazy buying all the toilet paper because let's be real, <laughs> no. But please do all measures to protect yourself. Social distance, I get it. You want to go out, you want to get some fresh air, do that, but wear your mask. You want to go out with your friends, wear your mask. Or at least make sure y'all get COVID tested before you guys hang out with each other. Because that's putting everybody in danger. I'm going to shut up now because I've been rambling for too fucking long. And if I keep doing this, I'm just going to think I'm a fucking lunatic. Y'all probably already think I'm a fucking lunatic after hearing me like go on this fucking tangent. Thank you so much for listening to this. I really appreciate it that y'all really do take... 25 minutes or at least 30 minutes out of your day regardless of when you're listening daytime wherever you are in this damn world thank you for listening i really do appreciate it y'all can find this podcast on soundcloud google play apple you can find it on spotify you want a review leave a review i like some critique like tell me what i fucked up at tell me what i can improve i like i like advice for improvement i really do i genuinely do so hit me up in my email Also, what else do I have to say? I feel like there's nothing else I have to say. Okay, well, I'm going to go now because I have a few things I have to do. And I don't know why I'm talking like that, but I'm going to go now. Bye, you guys.